I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here we go. It's PlayStation Showcase time and fans are gearing up for news. This is VGC, a video game podcast with me, Jordan Midler, Chris Scullion and Rhea Bevan. That music. How are we doing, folks? Ria, welcome. Absolutely Hi. seamless transition into this podcast. We haven't been trying to fix your mic for 45 hours. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. I mean, as I was just saying, like, I'm doing this to make Jordan look stupid, really, because he's the one that invited me on. So, you know, blame him if it all goes goes wrong. Be difficult to make me look more stupid. How are you, Chris? <laughs> I'm okay. Um, had some stresses of my own this week, has been reported on the site with lego 2k drive but i'm sure we'll get to that at some point really i read it on the sun before any of that <laughs> let's get to the headlines number one sony's playstation showcase returns next wednesday it will be held on wednesday the 24th of march at 1 p.m pacific 9 p.m est and it will feature quote a wealth of games and new ip that are headed to ps5 and psvr2 the show will run a bit over an hour focusing on ps5 and psvr2 games in development from top studios around the world expect a glimpse at several new creations from playstation studios as well as spellbinding games from our third party partners and indie creators i am thrilled i will be on a plane i do not have to work on it <laughs> ria what was your first reaction when you saw this news come down the line um my first reaction is uh i'm not even much of a big sony fan so i know it's like a game journalist sin but i guess i'll balance out the sony bias that vgc obviously has so that's fine yeah <laughs> but no it's great news I'm, I'm looking for a reason to finally actually get a ps5 so i'm excited for some new announcements that appeal to me for sure what would that be like what would be what would have to be the game that comes up on the screen and you're like okay yeah that's fucking added the cart right now like a stupid likely long rpg that i can sink like a thousand hours into and have no life like for sure that would be that yeah like if they put if the if playground have fucked up the new fable so badly <laughs> they just put it on x but uh, they just put it on playstation they're like Something oh like god we don't want this stupid franchise anymore leave just go <laughs> every time i open discord you're just playing fable i'm like do you have a job do you do anything but sit and fucking play fable <laughs> I love how like that was like our second interaction was we first met at a press event and then like the second interaction was Rihanna why are you why are you playing Fable 3 at 4am and like that is something yeah. I've done like that's not even hyperbole so Fable 3 of all of them Chris <laughs> how are you feeling about this <laughs> Fable 3 is alright um <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. Again, I'll be on a train. Um, so yeah. I won't, Let's I won't not, be covering it. I'm not a beam here. Um, Most excited people yeah. are the ones not covering it. <laughs> it's de- dedication. Um, yeah, it'll be good. Um, I mean, it's been a while since they've done a showcase. It's an hour long. Um, and so we'll we'll see what it is. It's funny that they say PS5 and PSVR 2. Like how amazing would it be if it was 45 minutes of virtual reality games? That'd be really funny. Um, and then just like a 15 minute burst of uh, Spider Man, and that's <laughs> it. And everyone gets massively let down. But no, I think this is this is basically their quote unquote E3, isn't it? Yeah, that's you just would imagine them setting their stall out. Um, 
Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the only PSVR 2 thing is them finally being like, yeah, we're doing Half-Life Alex. Anyway, back to the proper games <laughs> on the console that people have bought. Not the headset that 10 people have. Um, it's exciting. I think it's about time we see like this next era of PlayStation 5 because we don't really know what they're doing apart from Spider-Man. I mean, Metal Gear Solid isn't at this. <laughs> we're fucked if this isn't it. If this, if this isn't the time. But um, it certainly seems like people are expecting that. I asked on Twitter for um, hopes and Tim Getty's get hype moments. Joraptor responded with a short teaser trailer for the new Bioshock title as his realistic hope. I think that's a decent prediction because I was talking to someone about Bioshock that would know about Bioshock about a year ago at this point, And they were like, yeah, we're just kind of getting ready. And since then, I've been like, when is the time that they're actually going to show that new Bioshock game? um but it's it's weird because i feel like as soon as you bring out a new bio, uh, a new bioshock thing all the people who decided that they hated infinite afterwards are going to descend upon it in a way that mm. wasn't the kind of case when ken levine was kicking about do you think bioshock can come back chris or or, or is it going to be a weird feeling um i think it can come back it's been a while yeah. um i, I, I wasn't a- I wasn't aware there was such a backlash to Infinite, but oh, um, I've, I've been, I've, I'm like, but like, let's just say I'm generally quite a, a, an easygoing guy who, who finds the positive in things. So unless something's driven down my throat, and Infinite wasn't a game I played at launch, so I kind of missed all the discourse surrounding it. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's a shame to hear that another good game is um, absolutely hammered. But um, I think it went ten years ago. What was I doing? I was a multi. I can't remember. If I was on multi-format at that point, but yeah, yeah. It's for some reason that that passed me all by. But um, yeah, like you say, it's been ten years now, and, and I think it's about to, they've re-released the originals like so many times. It's time for for something new. Um, so I'll be curious to see what they do with it if if indeed it does appear. Yeah, Ria is someone who works for a website that's exactly the type of place that would tear a new Bioshock apart. How are you feeling about it? <laughs> that's supposed to mean um um no i think there is definitely room for it i mean they've had 10 years to like mature the series um i know people pick apart infinite a lot now um i one thing i do think though is i think this will come out and people will be like a lot easier on infinite i think people will revisit it in like a much more positive light i feel like enough times pass that like the change of tone and everything will just go down a lot easier now um but no, I, I definitely think this it's got a shot because it's been so long that like the series would have to be like I guess overhauled like significantly. Like there's so many advancements they can draw upon and everything. Um yeah, I, I do think it's got a good shot of doing really well. And and I mean like apart from, you know, smug people like the gamer, like everyone loves <laughs> everyone loves the series, so you know. It's not just us yeah. looking down upon infinite. Glad you finally admitted it. Glad you finally admitted that the gamer writes articles the same way that South Park says Family Guy was written, where it's just manatees picking random games and random opinions and putting them together, and they're like, there you go, there's a feature. Um, I am really look. I would really like to see a new Bioshock just because I'd like to see a, what a non-Ken Levine Bioshock would be and what the entire, what the message would be there. Like, how are they going to put that across? Are they going to have some creative figure at the head of it to kind of push that forward? But we'll see um other predictions a lot of people saying um spider-man release date that has to be here yeah. especially with Obviously, that new film yeah. coming out they, they they put a trailer out during that showcase that they can then put in front of the film it's that's probably like uh when's when's starfield due when did they when did they eventually decide to put starfield september out? uh starfield 
my last search on Google was Starfield cancelled. I don't know why that was. <laughs> it's the Xbox uh, haters yet again at it yeah, again. I know. We just see does hit Xbox to be fair. Um, Six of September, so I bet <laughs> literally sitting by an Xbox jumper on. <laughs> so well, obviously, I hide the logo because that's embarrassing. Oh yeah, but <laughs> get the badge in. It's like a fucking Stone Island. Um, uh, Starfield is the 6th of September so I bet Spider-Man's what like the 14th of 7th. October or something like that. <laughs> the same day you go to the shops you pick up both um, but yeah I bet, I bet you that's an October game there's some other stuff kind of filling out that time period um, but yes but I think I think Spider-Man will be cool but kind of people aren't being like we'll get a new flagship this is from Joshua Callahan. we'll get a new flagship PSVR 2 title based on a PlayStation IP Jim Ryan doesn't even know that they have a, play, a PlayStation VR 2. It comes up on emails to him and he's like, what the fuck? I surely didn't approve that. Do you know how fucking much money that thing's costing me and how much no one is buying it? What a shame, man. PSVR 2 is a fucking great bad cat. I think Sony should say, look, we've had a lot of bad press with the PC version of The Last of Us, on, especially on Steam Deck. So let's bring it back in-house and do a Vita port so that people can see how Last of Us is supposed to look handheld. And then everyone will be happy. True vision. I had my Vita in my hand, like yesterday, but I don't know. I just threw it against the wall. Um, <laughs> because I'm Vita. because I'm an idiot, right? Our fearless leader Andy Robinson, being the, the chap he is, tweeted that uh, PlayStation fans should gear up. And until I remembered what he was actually talking about, I was like, is this when they're going to announce the handheld? They're talking, they're talking about gear, like fucking like hardware. We're going to get the, the new PlayStation handheld, but. I was genuinely staring at it for five minutes going, but Gears of Wars, Xbox, what are you talking about? And like, like properly, properly going, if I miss, if I, if I, if I, and then I realise it's all right. That's a, that's, a, that's a solid pun. It's the best type of uh, tease when two experienced journalists who fucking work with them every day are like, what the fuck? Who've been told by him what he's talking about? I'm like, what, what, what is that again? A lot of people are oh, saying well. a new Bungie IP could be teased because... You don't buy them and then just let them make Destiny for a million years. Um, That's true. But Even if it's just a tease for something like, like three or four years away. Yeah. Like just a, a name or something like that. Yeah. Get big Jim Ryan to come out and be like, and finally, one of, one of those. With his, <laughs> one final um, thing, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. I can definitely yeah. see one that coming though. I s- didn't... When PlayStation announced that they're going to make about a billion live services, I'm fairly sure they said that Bungie was... Um, you know, tied into that, so they're not yeah. just going to get them do Destiny until the end of time. Well, I was going to say, what do you think would be the biggest move there? Do you think it would be brand new thing from Bungie, or do you think it would just be Destiny 3? What do you think would be the biggest? I think it's fucking ridiculous that they ever called it Destiny 2. Like, mm. th- it should just be Destiny, because that's what anyone refers to it It's as. like the like, never-ending story, like, last yeah. 95 minutes. But I think uh, a new sci-fi IP from Bungie while Halo's shitting itself would be quite a big swing. Um, mm. Especially because we're getting to the point where um, PlayStation needs their kind of big multiplayer game. They're kind of... A game that can be in the stable as high as a God of War The Last of Us or something like that, but it's multiplayer. And <laughs> people thought that might be what Deviation was working on, but uh, seemingly not, considering... Um, Last week we got, it's not in the running order, but last week we got word that they cut as many as 90 people from a team that was just over 100. So, um, mm. as far as I'm aware, and I was told this following that, that game's done. Like, unsurprisingly, you don't cut that amount of people and keep working that ga- the game in its form 
that at least it was is completely cancelled and they're potentially mm-hmm. rescoping it but you wonder if sony with all these games and with all these studios is just really conscious about picking winners because if you pick if you stick with a game that's kind of mid and gets to, to the point where it kind of has to release especially in a um, acquisition kind of era it can it can look bad um what, what do you think's the next kind of couple of years of sony area um well i mean they've got something that xbox hasn't that breaks my heart to say they've got uh good games releasing so i think it is going to be <laughs> a thing of picking winners like you said i mean you look at that that um idea of just releasing it because it has to be you get redfall which it seems mm. like even the studio wasn't passionate about anymore um It'll be interesting. I'm really curious about these 10 live services they're working on because previously it didn't seem like Sony was chasing trends. This might suggest it is. And I'm, I I do doubt that all 10 of these live services will come to fruition, especially when we saw deviation. I think it's more likely that they'll, you know, they'll have these these 10 being made if it just looks like it's just going to be pointless and they'll probably drop it. Um, but I think the next couple of years looks really solid, to be honest. Like you said, I mean, with Halo Infinite just being how it is they have there's a huge gap in the market that they could fill really yeah and um one of the live service games i assume they're referring to is that last of us multiplayer project like factions or whatever because that would just run and run and it means they can have a thing running that is themed with the last of us without having to make neil Druckmann make another one of those games that would take like seven years let me just also recommend to any Xbox um, owners out there listening. Oh, here we go. No, no, this is this is this is legitimate. No, this is legitimate. This is legitimate advice because okay. this is a uh, something that happens frequently on a, on a near annual basis, and, and they should be um, any Xbox uh, only owners who aren't interested in PlayStation should still grit their teeth and watch this because PlayStation has this trick up its sleeve which it does quite regularly where it will announce multi-format games under the impression that it's their PlayStation games and only like a few hours later after the presentation the third party studio then releases a press release saying it's coming to Xbox as well but by that point Sony's already had the impact and people are already going wow Sony had a great presentation Um, so Sony gets the kudos for it but Xbox owners will still benefit from the knowledge that the game is coming to their console. So yeah. watch. Obviously, you're not going to get the, the first party stuff, but any third party games that Sony announces, unless they specifically say it's games. an exclusive, <laughs> yeah, unless they specifically say it's an exclusive, keep an eye out for a couple hours later because you'll get the same trailer on that game's official YouTube channel with an Xbox logo at the end of it, most likely. So is it, the, 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 there's there's a point to next week's presentation for xbox owners as well i would say yeah it's the like, top tip it's, yeah it's that's like it's like fucking resident evil 4 and i mean exactly. not, not a great example because it looks shit but suicide squad <laughs> but all these games that they've kind of the games that end up getting their own like mini presentations for marketing reasons usually yeah. come out on the other one as well um, exactly I wonder if that Metal Gear remake will be exclusive. That'll be a fucking funny day on Twitter. I bet they, it will. Come out I 100% like, bet yeah. it will. And it will be absolute chaos. I'm, yeah, just, glad I'm, I'm just glad I'm on holiday that week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, going be, I'm going to be going through immigration and in fucking San Francisco, just f- phone exploding. Um, <laughs> I'll, be on, I'll be in Disneyland Paris and everyone will be like, oh, have you seen what's happening? I'm not interested. Like, I'm having, uh, having a chat with Goofy. Mm. I can give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll come back next week after the after it all, all falls out and um, after I'm fully relaxed. Every single chat we use fucking goofy. Um, the other one that has been <laughs> lovely 
talked about to the point of nauseam is Bloodborne, put it on PC, put it on PS5. It is the funniest running joke in the world that that's never happened. So I, I just think, just fucking don't bother. <laughs> For every every year it goes past, it's even funnier. So that when we get to PS6, in the same way they remade Demon Souls for PS5, they can be like, we're remaking Bloodborne. <laughs> it's finally going to run at like fucking 35 frames a second as opposed to like 15. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm, there is there's Bloodborne devotees everywhere that I'm sure would absolutely shit their pants for that. But I don't give a fuck about Sony. No one gives a fuck about PlayStation this week because the world has been struck by Totica, as we're calling it, fever. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom breaks Nintendo records with 10 million sales in three days. The title sold 10 million units worldwide following the May 12th release, uh, which is the fastest selling Nintendo game for any system in Europe and the Americas. Um, I had to read that about five times because that just seems absolutely crazy. Chris nintendo nintendo are back they were they were having such a tough time of it with their billion dollar movie but they finally got a win here yeah it's been a tough time being a nintendo fan but um finally we've got games um yeah yeah it's 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 crazy i've actually not started it yet um i was saying on twitter before i'm I'm actually quite scared of starting it because um i'm not a very creative person I'm, I, I like games that just say fucking go here and do this and I'll go right cheers and go and do it follow a dot on a map um, especially as as a, the, the, now I'm in my 40s I'm just like just tell me what to do so I can get it done because I don't have a lot of hours um, and so I, I, I don't play Minecraft or anything with kind of crafting like where you can create your own things so the idea of a game where one of its central mechanics is joining things together and engineering your own stuff it fills me with dread um, I've had a lot of people on Twitter kind of reassuring me that don't worry you can just build like rudimentary stuff and that's enough but then I log on Twitter and so people are building fucking trucks and giant penis monsters and I'm just like I'm going to be out of my depth here um, so I've got it set I've got the collector's edition like sitting there and I'll, I'll probably start playing it on the train um, on, on my holiday next week but um, yeah I seem to be one of the it's very much in the minority this time of people who haven't started playing it yet but I'm up for it Ria as a hater have you played it yet? No, again, like, I've got it and I just haven't started it yet. And I'm in, like, in the exact same boat. Like, I never had a Minecraft phase. Um, And I'm going to sound like a boomer, but I just, you know, I like like my Ocarina of Time. I like my Majora's Mask. Like, you know, I don't want to think. I just want to do stuff. Just, like, give me a puzzle (laughs) where, like, there's only one way of solving it. You know, if there's multiple ways, that's just, like, that's too many ways. Too many ways. Mm. Um, It looks great, though, like... This, um, yeah, obviously we're in the minority here. Like it's selling like mad. It's it looks beautiful. Um, I was kind of the same with Breath of the Wild. I was kind of like, this is obviously a good game. Not really for me though. So I'm I'm glad they got Breath of the Wild, but even better. I'm very very happy for Nintendo fans. As you said, they needed the win. So I'm very mm. happy for couldn't, fans of the indie developer Nintendo. It couldn't be much worse than Breath of the Wild, so it wasn't a massive. Listen, yeah, I'll, I'll, I will say I'll, I'll fight for Breath of the Wild because I, I absolutely adored Breath of the Wild. But and I'm sure I love this too. It's just it's the thought of having to think for myself like an adult worries me um, I, I want to be in a situation where if I stand and for literally three seconds don't know what to do suddenly you hear hey and then the wee thing appears and just says mate fucking do this and then just get on with it um, I just don't want to have to think see I, the reason I, I like Tears of the Kingdom so much is because it allows me to just be a bulldozer and do can completely break the game even though <laughs> I know that Anuma's just been like oh you thought you broke it oh, this is actually what we're trying to do I want to fucking crash that game that's the, that's the ultimate goal um, but yeah it's been it's been so weird and this always happens with these big games that 
like you play them in isolation pretty much isolation for like three weeks with only five other people in the world that you know playing it and you can send a couple of messages to me like uh what, what, what have you done this what's the vibe kind of thing and then it comes out and it's it's never really been like this but it's like every fucking day twitter is just mm-hmm. tears of the kingdom tears of the kingdom tears of the kingdom like it is it's kind of a uh it's a, it's a ridiculous moment and i was thinking about it last night especially in the wake of take two being like we're going to do gta 6 probably between march 24 and may 25 i was like that will be the next time that there's a game like this that there's one yeah. of these kind of and it's and it'll moments. last a while if, if breath of the wilds and to go by it's got it's not going to be one of these games where people tweet about it for a week like they did with death stranding and then move on to the next thing like this this will go on for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks as people build more elaborate things and find weird ways to break the game and to make link die in stupid ways <laughs> and stuff this will continue for a long time so if you're bored already of people putting up clips of tears of the kingdom stuff you might want to just like not use social media ever again because like there's not going to be escaping it for for many weeks to come Mm, i don't believe not using social media ever again sounds pretty good it does i'm up for it every time ria gets on social media she nearly gets fucking arrested for like public public disorder anything (laughs) royal happens it's a fucking hell Ria's the only person that i dm when a major event happens in the uk and i'm like mate please be careful like when the queen when the queen shuffled away i literally messaged her being like your tweets are funny but come on that was the funniest dm i ever received like i mean it was like word for word mate you're funny but be careful i don't want the fucking gamer to suddenly have a vacancy because you had a banger tweet god rest him yeah god rest him he's in tears of the kingdom do you remember oh, when they delayed the on. name reveal for Tears of the Kingdom because the Queen just parked it? That was so funny. Yeah. It's especially funny when, if you know where Nintendo's headquarters is, it's in her fucking back door. It's like, literally, <laughs> it's literally, you could stand at Nintendo's office and with a strong enough throw, hit Windsor Castle. Yeah. Like, I've, I've managed to hit the fence. Like, I'm not, I'm not, but <laughs> when I was there for... It might have been actually for that fucking Mario football game. It was people were getting knighted, so the entire town was like yes. shut down, and I'm just sitting there Mad. trying to have a pint. Like, I need to get back to Heathrow in like three hours. Am I going to be able to make it the ten minute journey? Oh, like, like, I know people like VGC, but this is a bit over. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was on my I, I way to Nintendo, and sorry, there was they were like all the knights were everywhere all the police were everywhere and they were like oh get back here i'm like what and they're like um oh you'll get a really good view of them here don't worry i'm like i'm gonna play mario mate like i'm sorry like i've got i've got things to do no, is miyamoto here is, is he actually here to play with us um keeping on the zelda beat um Tears of the Kingdom is only the sixth game in 30 years to receive both a Famitsu 40 and an Edge 10. For those not aware, Famitsu is a Japanese magazine that's been running for a billion years and they rate their game. Is it four reviewers give a score out of 10? Is that how it works, Chris? Yeah, so the, every review in Famitsu, there's, there's four separate chaps or chapesses um, review the game and give it a score out of 10. So inevitably, there's there's always at least one who's like, yeah, but... So uh, getting a, a 40 in Famitsu where all four of them give it 10 out of 10 is pretty rare. And um, then for those that aren't aware, Edge is a magazine in the UK um, that is been going for another million years that is years, yep. kind of famously let's say stingy with their scores some <laughs> would say stingy uh some named jjm would say incorrect um but 
um i've i'm I'm an edge man see i can say that because i fucking buy edge i spend the 15 pound a week on (laughs) on a copy edge so i can read it in the airport and go not a fucking chance no that's that's not that's incorrect they give fucking in fact i'm not gonna get into it anyway (laughs) well you're keeping like the uk games media print alive like you're like the only person i know who still buys print so you know to you. I'm the reason fucking Dashiell Wood has a job, man. <laughs> Every time I go to the fucking airport, I buy a copy, I play, and I'm like, this is garbage. And then I read Edge, and I'm like, okay, now we're talking. Um, sorry, Should point out that all publications are, <laughs> are worth a read. Um, even, even even ones by former employers who fired me. I was about to say, why are you defending them? They made you fucking destitute. I know, but I'm a nice guy, so... Hashtag no future. Um... <laughs> So there, there has been. But, but yeah, for bit soon, Edge. Great. It's fine. Andy's in Holland. Um, we, we can get away with it. And um, there's been six games that have got the the perfect score in both. This list is stupid. Okay. One game in the list is stupid. Let's be oh, fair. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, you Oc- don't, yeah, Ocarina yeah. of Time, mm. Bayonetta, Skyward Sword, GTA Five. Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom. First thing here, four Zelda games and no Mario games. Come on, to fuck. Let's 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 be realistic here for a minute. Second thing, Skyward Sword. Sky- not go for Peter. <laughs> Say that like garlic bread. <laughs> Skyward Sword. You're joking. I uh, look. We can't be too harsh on this because we know who gave Skyward Sword a ten and edge. He's written reviews for VGC that I've thought are fantastic. But come on, John, Chris. As a Nintendo man, you go for this. Listen, I, I, I'll, I'll point out that I gave Skyward Sword a five, for the, the Switch version, 10. but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go too far as to say it is one of the sixth greatest games of all time. Um, but I, 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 I'll, I'm a Skyward Sword defender, but I won't, I won't go so far as to say it's one of the best. Uh, certainly even best Zelda games let alone best games ever made it's, it's a very very good game in my opinion but I wouldn't go crazy um, but yeah there's a, there's a lot of games that came very close like I, I wrote in the article I did my, put my wee researcher's cap on for mm-hmm. once um, and dug out some of the games that just came close to, to like got a 39 in Famitsu and a 10 in edge like uh, Mario Odyssey so that the, there could have been a Mario game and the other way around actually which isn't listed in the article but it's a crazy one the only Mario game uh, Famitsu has given uh, a 10 a uh, 40 sorry is like New Super Mario Brothers Wii um, which they gave a 40 but then edge was like that's nah, 7 <laughs> so, so it's oh like, yeah, I'm with Edge on that one. Like it was all right. <laughs> it was fine, but um, I, 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 by that point, like, not play Galaxy. No, Gal- Gal- Galaxy. Galaxy, Galaxy get thirty eight, and Galaxy two get thirty seven, and they both get tens and Edge. But um, for Mitsu oh, cool. wasn't having it. Um, I mean, to be fair, thirty seven and thirty eight is still like that's like a, the equivalent of like a ninety four percent score Aye, or something. But Galaxy, even so, Galaxy's Galaxy is like one of my favorites ever. That's Easily. like the fucking peak of the fucking the, the the medium the genre. Yeah, that's that's absolutely brutal. Um, Ria, what games would you give an edge ten? <laughs> yeah, you really. I, I I literally play Fable Three at four a.m. Like, don't ask. Fable Three is barely a fucking edge six. Give us a proper answer. <laughs> I mean, I'm just happy you said six. To be fair, um, but. <laughs> 
Oh, I have like the worst tasting games. So like, don't ask me. Like, I'll be like, yeah, Dragon Age Origins, perfect game. Looks like us, but I would die for it. So <laughs> no, okay, real answer, real answer. Um, oh, it's such a boring one as well. But like Fallout New Vegas. I'm sorry, like it's good. Mm. Uh, Fallout Two, maybe even if we're going back a bit, like mm. um, Border- the first Borders Gate as well. You know, I'm just sounding like a boomer now. The first Borderlands, I was like, <laughs> fucking hell yeah! No, fucking, <laughs> fucking yes. Um, Fallout New Vegas, famously not even good enough to get the developers their bonuses, so maybe not an edge ten. Um, but yeah, f- that is a. It's if I worked on Edge. First thing I would do, I'd go, you know how they occasionally like relitigate their scores and go back and uh, change them? Fucking Tetris Effect. Tetris Effect yes, is, the pa- is the Paddington 2 of video games in the sense that it should have a 100 on Metacritic <laughs> and a 100 on every fucking site possible. It is the air game. But um, yeah, Chris, what terrible games would you decide? Fucking. Chibi Robo or something like that. <laughs> Ch- Chibi Robo was average e- at best. Bike. I would go fucking Streets of Rage two. Okay, I'm going back. We're we're going to the deep dives here. More games with no graphics. Well, I would go WWF No Mercy. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, Edge give Soul Calibur a nine. I would give that a ten. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah, the Dreamcast okay. one. The Dreamcast one. Um, what else? That's probably it for now. That's controversial enough, I think. A wrestling game and a fucking Mega Drive beat him up. Um, while, but, we're, um, while we're getting controversial, right? Here we go. Skyrim got a 40. Just going back to the Queen. And an- <laughs> <laughs> Big Lizzie's favourite Elder Scrolls, Skyrim. Right. I presume these people must have been playing like the fucking PC version or something like that because I played Skyrim on the PS3 when it launched. That game is fun, but oh my fucking god, is it one of the most fucked up games ever? Chris, is it just a case of games being fucked up it gets much hard, like much harsher criticism these days? Was it just acceptable back in the day, back when you were in your fifties? <laughs> I think so. Um, like, because like, like back, yeah, back then you, it was just a given that, that things didn't run at rock solid four K sixty. Like, GoldenEye was like heralded as one of the greatest games of all time, but when you go back to it now, it looks like a fucking slideshow of someone's trip to a dam. Um, and, and, and and like, but like back then it was like it was fantastic, and um, you just didn't care that much about performance because you knew that the consoles were being pushed to their limits, um, and like. It's, on the rare occasion like I remember when the PlayStation launched with Ridge Racer back when I was a, a sprightly thirty seven years old. Mm. Um the the original Ridge Racer was like it was it was a pretty decent port of the arcade game. It was as good as it could handle. And then when Ridge Racer Type Four came out, it came with a demo disc of the original Ridge Racer um fixed to run at 60 frames a second because they kind of improved the, what they could do in, in the years that had followed and then at that point you're like fuck because it was so rare you saw a 60 frames per second like polygonal game and nowadays people are just like it, it, it annoys me how entitled some people are in comments and stuff now and like you regularly see people saying if a game runs at 30 frames per second it makes me physically ill I'm like well go and be sick in a fucking bucket and keep playing it then yeah. <laughs> just, just get over yourself um, so yeah I, I people expect far too much these days and like um I, I adore Digital Foundry's stuff and I think their, their videos are really fascinating but it leads to a lot of people who take it far too seriously yeah. and say oh well this dips to 58 at some points, that's unforgivable so come on, I agree, come on 
Um, that's why I gave Plague Tale two stars because it, it, it just dipped to a sprightly like four frames a second occasionally. Yeah, you're part of the problem. Go yeah. back and play gold now. Everyone, oh, well, since he's not here, oh, we give Golden Art an edge 10. Um, the, the, the thing with Digital Foundry, as we revealed last week, is they just make it up. Um, <laughs> no, you no, you guessed that. Um, um, I didn't. I didn't take part in that in that slander. Um, is, there any, so. is there any proof apart from their wee videos that they don't make it up? <laughs> follow them. Well, you can you can follow that follow that trail. Story number four: Blizzard <laughs> has scrapped Overwatch 2's PvP PVE. The scrapped PvP as oh, well. They're just <laughs> turning the game off. Thankfully, we have our fucking Overwatch correspondent here with us. Blizzard has scrapped plans to deliver the planned co-op pve hero mode for overwatch 2 quote development on the pve experience really hasn't made the progress we would have hoped executive producer jared news said the team has created a bunch of amazing content so those awesome missions are really exciting there's brand new enemies that are super fun to fight and some truly great ridiculous hero talents but unfortunately the effort required to pull it all together into a blizzard quality experience that we can ship to you is huge and there's really no end in sight or kind of defined end date when we can pull that together overwatch was sold on the fact that it had this big single player experience that it will not have now it's in the bin vgc's overwatch correspondent ria bevan what do you think of this it's an absolute bloody joke i mean it was meant to be there at day one it wasn't so i think a lot of us thought okay they get the a lot of us were returning after having like quite long breaks from the first overwatch which by the end um was just a mess. I mean, it was a good game, but the meta was like a mess. So they just had to rejig everything. I know a lot of people are saying like, "Oh, Overwatch 2 is barely a sequel." It, in my opinion, it is very loosely. Um, but that was mainly on the promise of PVE coming down the line, something that was never on the cards for Overwatch One. And I think it's this. It's so weird because the way they announced it, we all got the press release come through saying, "Hey, we have a PVE announcement." it's not fucking happening anymore. Great. You know, watch the live stream where we just say, hey, this fun feature that you saw in the launch trailer, gone. Nah, can't be bothered. And they're trying to like say, oh, but you're going to get PvE missions. Uh, But that's something that we had in Overwatch 1. We had like the archive events where you did team up and take on enemies together. But, and also, then there's like stuff like the the customizable characters, being able to level them up, um, skill trees, just, completely gone so i really do want to know what the hell they've been working on this whole time and also i'm really curious to know at what point was it decided to be scrapped because i know a lot of people are saying like oh maybe they just weren't working on this whole time i fully believe they were it did sound like it was a priority from what i've heard from um activision blizzard workers it does sound like blizzard was big on getting this to work so i am curious to know how much of a heads up the workers had that like basically all the work they've done on it is going to be scrapped and i know blizzard wouldn't like people to take away that all the works can be scrapped but it kind of is if they're just going to get rid of all of these cool gameplay mechanics and go oh no we're just going to take the existing gameplay and put it in a seasonal event which is exactly what we have all now so basically it's not good overwatch 2 is even before this overwatch 2's ongoing development was weird so i this just this is even worse yeah it's it's strange just how they go forward from here if they just try and get back into a kind of overwatch one in cadence of like okay get heroes out get get maps out like events just kind of get back into the swing of things because like prime overwatch when i was playing it i was the best zarya in europe um when when i was really in the in the minds of playing zarya um the the cadence of content was enough where it was like okay you play the summer games for 
a couple of weeks or whatever and then just as that's running out you kind of stop playing you, you've got your competitive rank and then when the new thing comes out you go back to it and it was, they had like this perfect kind of um, drip feed of stuff but overwatch 2 i played it a bit when it came out and i was like this is so overwatch this is like so overwatch to the point where it's like i can't I, I feel like i'm just going back to play overwatch i don't feel like i'm getting this new experience i don't know why i'm here i think what where did the community come down on 5v5v6v6 is there a preference like do people want to go back i think a lot of people want to go back to 6v6 um but i feel like that's more of a nostalgia for a time where maybe the dripper content made sense uh, rather mm. than like an actual preference i mean personally speaking i do prefer 5v5 because it's much more fast-paced i'm sure everyone will get ptsd when they remember like you know two control point uh 6v6 it, the matches could go on for like 40 minutes it was insane so yeah. i and i do i think the biggest controversial change is like just the the like there's a loss of opportunity here i mean we talked about destiny earlier the leap from destiny 1 to destiny 2 is insane to the point where destiny 2 is just destiny now we're just not seeing the same with overwatch people are getting an overwatch 2 update and going oh well i want overwatch 1 back so it's just it's just not the same thing it's just it's been a very baffling development where a lot of people are just nostalgic for what was in the past probably because the communication just made way more sense back then yeah weird kind of era for blizzard at the minute obviously they're they're gearing up for diablo 4 from what i played in the beta it seems like it's going to be fucking fantastic so i think that would be like a huge win for them but the, all the other stuff that like it was always right they've got their diablo got their overwatch got the world of warcraft and then in the background they're like working on like the warcraft remakes and stuff like that but i wonder where what that obviously in the wake of everything that's happened with that studio in the past couple of years i wonder what the fucking situation is um chris when you hear like a blizzard game used to mean something back in the day like it was like okay this is the next fucking blizzard release almost had like a kind of rock star about it Mm -hmm. these days what's happened i don't know i mean to be honest the blizzard games have never really been mad they they, they always they have this great knack for making games that don't appeal to me like just in (laughs) in terms of like just the the genres I've, i've never played like Warcraft never played um, in, in Overwatch and never played any of that kind of stuff um, the, I think the last Blizzard game I was proper into was the Lost Vikings on the on this NES um, Rock and Roll the, Racing oh now you're talking like how did they get away <laughs> with that those recreations of um, rock and roll music um, but the I, I, I don't know I don't know what's going on I, I don't know what Obviously, we don't have knowledge of, of how things are going on behind the scenes, but you've got to imagine it must be weird being in this kind of limbo for the past year, nearly now, where you don't know who your boss is going to be um, six to 12 months down the line. Where you Is Microsoft going to do this takeover or is it not? And you wonder if at this point now, it's like how much effort do we put into some of these projects if there's a chance that Microsoft will take over in X number of months and scrap certain elements of it. Um, like like you see the, the Redfall story of, of them saying, okay, we're not making this for PlayStation anymore. Um, You've got to imagine some of them are going, what, are the things we are working on just now going to be the things we are working on in a year's time? Um, if if the if the high hegians, as we say, round our neck of the woods, um, change. Um, so I don't know. It's a weird. It must be a weird time to be working at Blizzard just now. Um, and that's just like in terms of the games, not all the other shit that's go- that's allegedly going on there as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, crazy times. Well, 
I hope they sort it because Overwatch at its best. It's a lot like professional wrestling in the sense that it's mostly shite, but see when Overwatch is very good. Oh my god, there is nothing like a good game of Overwatch. I was so fucking. Th- this will come as no surprise, but I was so toxic on Overwatch. Um, really? It wasn't helped. It wasn't helped by the fact that I used to play with Lemmy, like in the the early stages of Overwatch. So, names here. When, when, when Ethan Lawrence isn't on the podcast, you you, you take over and start dropping names instead. Well, um, listen, I watched a Wraith Rovers game sitting next to Robert Duvall once, so fucking put that in your pipe. Fine, Brian, we'll call him. Um, we, <laughs> First name terms. Yeah, we used to uh, play Overwatch on his stream all the time, and um, because he's a, a master at being toxic, it just kind of rubs off on you, and uh, there is nothing quite like spawn trapping your own team with me, and just going, ha ha ha. Ha ha ha! Into the mic, and the fact that they've moved away from that is really what's been the downfall of of Overwatch. Um, in my opinion, and Blizzard Games should be more toxic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, trust After me. No, break. you can still do that. You can still do that, and people do. I can mean, you? that new character, that new character, Lifeweaver. Um, his whole gimmick is that he can pull um his team, a, a teammate, like towards him and people do that to knock each other off ledges you know even in competitive games people will be like ha Ooh. you're off the edge now you know what can you do you can't do anything um and like it's so funny when they announced him everyone was like hey people are gonna abuse this and they're like we'll put it on a 30 second cooldown it's like, okay so we're only gonna get screwed over every 30 seconds that's fine uh so overwatch is probably the most range inducing game i play but I, I'm trapped. Oh, mate, I love you, you it. Should I don't love FIFA. it. But... You'll have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I um, mean, I say like, I'd be shy at FIFA, but I did beat you at the Mario equivalent. So, yeah. There we go. That's oh, uh, 41 oh, minutes and 39 seconds it's taken for you to bring that up. I was wondering. That took you longer than I expected. Um, I was just I'm trying, trying to have some grace, you, but I, no. Yeah, because every single one of these fucking press events I go to and I meet someone, they're like, oh, Jordan, oh, this has heard all about you. And I'm like, what can that possibly mean? So I need to... <laughs> I need to maintain this air of being nice. When we come back, we will have um, number one driver in the universe, the sun's own Chris Scullion, talk to us about Lego 2K Drive. We'll also be chatting more Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And I'm going to ask Rhea about Taylor Swift. See you in a minute. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Are you ready for greatness? And we are back. Ladies, gentlemen, start your engines. Your Lego engines, that is. Chris, you've been nice. playing Lego 2K Drive. Is it any good? I'm I'm under a mountain of shit to do at the minute, so I probably won't get to play it for fucking God knows how long. But how is it? Bear in mind when you start to listen to this, for people who haven't read VGC in a couple last couple of days, or indeed my Twitter feed, there is a enormous asterisk in front of the things I'm about to say here, right? And I'll mm. get to that. It is very good. Okay, it's basically Forza Horizon, but with Lego. Knock out in the Lego DLC for Forza Horizon. Um, it's if 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 
even though it's visual concepts who developed it, it feels very much like Traveller's Tales style sense of humour. It reminds me a lot of Lego City, um, the Lego City Undercover game, uh, which mm-hmm. is kind of, kind of fake GTA. Um, it's got that similar kind of sense of humour, and it's got a similar kind of open world aspect. Um, and the whole point is that you drive around taking on kind of missions and little time trialy things like in Forza basically um, and then occasionally you'll do races and as you do races you defeat certain Lego drivers, you win their Lego cars um, and so on and so forth, the cars get better and you eventually win trophies to, to try and win this Sky Cup which is a big, literally a big giant trophy floating in the sky you've got to earn enough ability to claim that and it's great, the handling's a bit heavy but once you get used to the drifting it's brilliant, uh, the power-ups are funny there's like a ghost one which turns you invisible and it goes ooh while you do it um, the dialogue's funny it's um, Everything about it is, is is nice and cheery and everything. Um, even the even though it's a two K game, the microtransactions aren't too egregious. There's a kind of a store where um you can buy other cars. You can build your own cars from scratch if you're mm. a bit of is a. Is there leg. any limitation on that? Like, see if you it's, were to can you build like obviously they don't they don't have many licensed bricks on it yet. Yeah, but could you just build a wee x-wing and put that on it, the- it's literally i mean I'd, i've not tested to see what the maximum width or height is but um you, you literally if you built a lego car in real life you could recreate it in this game like it, it's literally to the extent that you you can pick one of like 10 different car shells which is just the wheels and the wee the wee black like bit with nothing on it and you yeah. literally choose from a selection of like 80 90 different bricks brick by brick place it down and you color each brick and you can get like lego technic like pieces if you want or you can get the wee claw pieces so it's proper it's, it's like properly building lego um and i've seen people have been building like wrestling rings that they've been driving and stuff like that and you can <laughs> it's pretty detailed you can place where the driver uh, is positioned in the car and all this kind of stuff so it's, it's really cool now the asterisk is that the fucker deleted 10 hours <laughs> of my gameplay um through no fault of my own um because for some reason um, it didn't do what every other persistently online game does and tell you when you connect that you're offline. So basically, long story short, I, I played for a couple of races when I first got it and my kid was starting to get into it and I was like, okay, so I messed about, let her drive around for a bit. And then I said, right, I can't keep playing this for review because she's constantly wanting to play it, which is fine. So put it off, put her to bed and then had the PlayStation in rest mode. And you know what it's like when you play these off uh, online games? Um when you turn your console back on again and start the game, you instantly get a message saying yeah, you're offline, you've been disconnected from the servers, connect again, otherwise fuck you. Um, yeah. So this doesn't happen with Lego 2K Drive just now. So when I put the game back on, I was offline and had no knowledge of this um, and continued to play for a further 10 hours. And then 10 hours later, I decided, well, I'm going to check out the the in-game shop because that's uh, it's a 2k game there's going to be microtransactions let's see what the damage is so I quit back to the main menu for the first time and at the bottom it says the shop's greyed out and at the bottom it says 2k offline and I'm like oh that's because I was in rest mode and okay fair enough I'll connect so you connect online and a message comes up and it says sync and cloud save and it went instantly rolled back to the last time I was online which was two races in and my progress went from 65% to 1% and the entire fucking 10 hours was wiped without any warning, without any... And I was just sitting, like, at one in the morning going, 
<laughs> fuck if you just standing about my bricks like I've spent ages building a big fucking motor that looked like a, a, a robot and now it's gone uh, you, I've, I've fucking like I've finished two of the, your pishy cups and I've had one left um, and everything was completely gone and I was right, right back at the start of the game again I was like I can't believe that one it didn't say you're offline as soon as I turned that back on again and that two, when I went to connect online, it said, by the way, it didn't say, by the way, if you connect, you're going to lose all your, your progress. It didn't, it, at no point did it do any of that. Um, I, I can't believe it did that. We, we did the story, other um, national newspapers covered it without crediting me. <laughs> I've mm. just, just decided. Um, uh, national fucking toilet rolls. Exactly, exactly. Um, and yeah, so so like it's becoming a story now, but and, and I've noticed now on Reddit and Twitter, like people are playing it on early access. It comes out. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday. It comes out on Friday, but pre-order customers are getting early access. I've seen at least five people now say it's happened to them as well. Um, this is going to explode tomorrow when the game comes out and everyone buys it. Um, kids turning on their PlayStation, not realizing that they're offline, and then when they go to check the shop, everything they've done is going to get wiped until this gets fixed. Um, so 2K have said they're looking into it but if you're going to get the game um, be very very careful and make sure you're always online uh, this is PS5, I don't know if it's the case with Xbox um, or, or anything else but certainly PS5 watch yourselves but other than that it's brilliant it's just but that really soured it for me Like, and, and I'm like going to rush out a review after this podcast because like the review was, was on track the wee racing panda um, and, and now you've ran out of road now I've ran out of road the wheels and, have come off yep yep and now I, and now I need to kind of uh, put it in reverse there you um, go and yeah I'll park that idea yeah fine. we're starting again there you go uh, job really with the sun the you website. got it well yeah I mean, I'm writing stories for them now but it sounds it <laughs> 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 but um, yeah there we go yeah. so great game but maybe hold fire until um, the wheels are put back on it yeah Slam on the brakes until it's until uh, till it's fixed. Um, good, good. Yeah, thanks. Um, I'm a writer occasionally. Um, I don't I don't just fucking write about Zelda. Um, <laughs> speaking of I, which, <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, I I, I I I'd like a round of applause. I've crossed the 110 hour mark in Tears of the Kingdom. Jesus Christ, already. Is, <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, I have had it for two weeks. I get that one, do yeah. I put my 60 hours in Lego Speedstorm. No, Lego Disney Speedstorm, the shame. Do you know what's ridiculous, right? Go on. And this can't be tracking this properly because there's just no way. I have now put more time into Tears of the Kingdom than I put into Pokemon fucking Violet. Like, that can't possibly be true considering how... M- I have done everything in that fucking game and I, it was, like, basically all over Christmas. It was just on. So I think I've... Because obviously fucking inside baseball but you need a specific switch account to review pre-release games mm. and mine's just looks like a psychopath that only plays like two <laughs> games every year but plays them for 100 hours <laughs> um, whereas um to, <laughs> we were talking uh, a few of the the reviewers were talking about like how occasionally you'll open up your switch and you know you, if you go to play a switch game you press on the game then it'll ask you who wants to play it Mm. So many people have collected their their normal account for pre-release <laughs> games and had to be like, oh shit, shit, yeah. <laughs> and back out of it. Um, but yeah, Zelda is it's kind of magic at this point, and I'm still playing it and seeing sh- not so much the building stuff because that stuff is fun. But I'm like seeing what people can do. I always knew people could do that. It's more 
the stuff in that game that I didn't know was there in terms of that big fuck off horse. I had, I'd, I'd never even really been down to that area of the map. There's, I'd seen a few of the big three headed dragons, but there's thousands of, well, not thousands of them, but there's a load of them on the map in weird areas. The game doesn't point you to many places apart from the kind of main thrust of the story. So now when I'm going back and doing guides and stuff like that, it's a lot of, ah, this was here the entire time. I could have, I could have fucking came down here instead of like fanning about in the depths for all this time. Um, so yeah it's been nice i'm sl- i'm like not so- i'm somewhat slowing down on it because uh, you may have noticed there's some big games coming out in june and it's fucking kicked off already so i'm i'm firmly in the in in review season um so i'm kind of transitioning towards that stuff now but it's still just every time i pick it up i'm like okay i i was right about Te- uh, breath of the wild i'm also right about tears of the kingdom and that's what people <laughs> will remember it is that Te- tears of the kingdom isn't that oh my god They've, they've made another greatest game of all time as a redemption story if if you ask me if you ask me and the thousands other of others they made a fine game and now they've made a brilliant game so congratulations nintendo might get it so what you're saying is it's a re-dead redemption we zelda anime joke there if you don't oh, if you don't know that anime then that, that's fucking lost that's, that's <laughs> really funny I'm pissing myself here. Well, I can, I, I can I, tell. I'm, I am. I can hear the drips. Agony. <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a high quality mic. My gamer chair's ruined. <laughs> Speaking of games that are better than Breath of the Wild, um, I interviewed the writers of Horizon Forbidden West a couple of weeks ago to talk about the Burning Shores, and that will be out when you're listening to this, um, because. So did I not get an Edge 6? Wait, Burning Shores, I think, did get an Edge 6, which is fucking ridiculous, but you know what? The Burning Shores had the option for a lady to kiss a lady in it, so obviously this was the final. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm fucking playing Lego. (laughs) 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 Calm down, don't spit your fucking monster across the camera. I was about to say, this was a gamer look ever, just like spit out your monster. I know, I know, it's literally the first time... It's always usually Iron Brew and like I'm letting the side down <laughs> and turning into Jordan. Um, the the writers of Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores because I was like, I was curious. I was like, so when people fucking freak out about two lassies kissing, what is the reaction internally? And they're like, you know what? It's pure easy to ignore. And I was like, mm-hmm. that is good to hear. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I appreciate that you can just completely invalidate these absolute idiots. Just be like, yeah, we don't care. We also talked about um, the future of Horizon. Um, I said the word Horizon Three, and the Sony PR didn't fucking shoot me with a with a tranquilizer dart. <laughs> um, so there's some stuff about that in there. It's a fun interview. It will be up when you read this. Speaking of two K Drive, there'll be a two K Drive interview up for lunch day as well. Chris, you're hosting the podcast. Are you? Ho- you won't be here next week either. Um, the fuck we- I don't know who's hosting the podcast. Does that you, you, Tom? Do let me do it. I mean, I, I'm on the ball here. Obviously, I managed to get yeah, my mic the, the right yeah, way around eventually. It. I don't. I don't know who's going to host not, it. Not, really. not a clue. I, I, I can't think of anyone that could host the podcast. Usually, we we, we would pick someone. There's, that can, li- um, there's literally nobody that can point their mic the right direction. But um, we'll, we'll, we'll see right, if we can I got there to. eventually. I mean, I, I reckon people could have heard me this podcast. I hope they have. I've got some good ideas. I reckon. Ideally, it needs to be either someone who um, wears a lot of video game t-shirts or who's shite at Mario football. I don't wear video game t-shirts, mate. I'm not a nerd. I wear fucking Taylor Swift t-shirts. Oh, that's, oh that one's sick. Oh, yo, I love that. Yeah. It's, it, it is extremely bootlegged. It is extremely bootlegged, but um, I still rate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhea, top three Taylor Swift albums before we go. Okay. Oh, my God. Every- 1989 is my favourite. Um now we're talking. So What's good. going on here? I'm fucking then... forty years old. <laughs> <laughs> so your favourite is debut, obviously. 
I, yeah. I, I tell you my favourite Wigfield album. <laughs> it's, for, for the record, yeah. it's Wigfield. <laughs> yeah, this is a joke for the real heads, but Chris Chris likes his copy of debut before they edit. Anyway, top three. Uh, <laughs> totally lost on me, mate. <laughs> top three Taylor Swift albums. All right, 1989. Then um, this is quite basic, but I love Midnight's. Um, okay. And then probably Red. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Well, the you? fact that Folklore and Evermore are nowhere to be found there is absolutely disgusting. But... I'm sorry, I love yeah. the, the uh, phenomenal writing, but sometimes it's fun of vibe, mm-hmm. you know? Listen, in, in all seriousness, has anything she's ever written reached the majesty of Scatman? Um, God rest him. <laughs> Scatman, God rest him. If you want to eulogise Scatman, you can send your thoughts and memories of his uh, majesty and contribution to the music world to podcast at videogameschronicle.com. Thank you very much for listening. You can follow me at Jordan Midler on Twitter, Chris at Scully1888, and Rhea at Rebevan if she's not been banned from Twitter by the time you listen to this. We'd like to thank the great Grant Kirkhope for the use of the VGC podcast theme song. Say goodbye, Chris. Goodbye, Chris. Say goodbye, Rhea. And we will see you next week. VGC, a video games podcast, is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creative Network.